And you're a Cree, a race of noble warriors? Heroes. Noble warrior heroes. What's up, true believers? Welcome to Hard in the Paint, where we go hard in everything that is Marvel, DC, TV, film, comics, you name it. We go hard in all those things. And if you are a fan, please hit that subscribe button on any podcast outlet. If you are on the Anchor outlet, please hit that favorite button. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get ready for this brand new episode. Let's go. What's up, true believers? Welcome to another exciting episode of Heart in the Paint podcast. Hope your day is great. Just as I promised, I'm here to break down uh, the Captain Marvel power traits in this episode. Not all of them, but just a few of them. And then as, as well as releasing a series after this of video uh, videos or um, episodes that you know just breaking down her traits and a little bit her backstory and just really educating you guys going into March because you know a lot of y'all might not even know uh, that much about Captain Marvel some of them just know that you know hey didn't didn't Captain Marvel used to be a guy yes we're gonna break down all those things and what makes um, her different from every other character that MCU has ever done so um, that's gonna be in this episode and uh also i wanted to update you guys with some information on the avengers prelude comic now we didn't really touch that much basis on it but i did want i i do want to bring this up right now that the avengers prelude comic just dropped today now if you do know around infinity war last year there was a prelude comic that came out just maybe i i don't recall if it was maybe a couple weeks ago or even before maybe a month ago before Infinity Wars came out, that a prelude comic came out and just gave a backstory of its current state of the Avengers and where everybody's at. It was really, really good content and actually released content that, you know, we didn't really know. Now, if you if you did read the comic, you kind of knew what, was, what you were going to get yourself into. So it was really, really good comic. But this year, um, a lot of people, a lot of people, y'all, are upset because they believe <laughs> that they've been trolled by Marvel Studios, which I think they have been, and you guys all have been. I saw the comic already, and there's no prelude in it. There, there's no material, there's no content, there's no leaks or spoilers or anything like that in there. It's literally the exact same movie. I mean, it, what we saw in Infinity Wars, exact same content. You're not missing anything with this so it it, it it was on my end it was kind of humorous it's i'm not upset about it um there's some people that are upset but i'm just not that kind of fan so um so marvel uh studios put out that comic and you know if you want to get it for a souvenir and collect it that's great but you're not going to get it uh, if you are if you are wanting to learn that kind of information you are not going to get it and or no don't get it at all so again 
Marvel's prelude comic was a bust, if you want to say <laughs> so. So I wouldn't really just recommend getting that. So don't you're not missing anything because we already saw the movie. That's exactly what's in the prelude comic. And is, are they even wrong with the title? Is actually a prelude to what we're getting into in Avengers 4. So it's kind of accurate in a way. But I'm not angry about it. But I just wanted to do that before we get into our segment of Captain Marvel's power traits. All right, stay tuned, guys. All right, guys, so let's get into the Captain Marvel power traits, okay? Now, we're not going to get to every detailed little nook and cranny, but we are going to break down some of the things that you need to know going into it. Because uh, Captain Marvel, besides uh, Scarlet Witch, is one of some of my top favorite female uh, comic heroes. Um, now, there, it, we can talk about that a little bit later about my top uh, 10 or 15, 50 uh, list of uh, female heroes, but Captain Marvel is up there. Um, and I'm really, really glad that the MCU is adding that. So as soon as we heard that Captain Marvel was released or was going to be released in the phase three um, of the, the phase three, I guess, conference um, for Marvel Studios, uh, we knew, I knew things were going to get really, really cosmic. Um, so I, I will be doing a future episode where it's kind of breaking her backstory, but uh, some of these power traits, um, we're going to kind of breeze through some of her, uh, um, upbringing just a bit. We might get to it. I'm not sure if we will. Um, I don't, I don't really like causing these podcasts to be very, very long. So, um, we're just going to kind of just jump right into it. So one of the things that we did mention this morning, um, that, uh, you know, one of her powers that she has is ener energy absorption and manipulation. You know, you know, Captain Marvel, she gained many superhuman abilities from her fusion with Marvel. Now, Marvel, we thought was um, in the movie that's coming out is going to be played by Jude Law. But uh, I'll just stop there and just say that might not be true. OK, um, it is pretty much um, obvious that Marvel is going to be Jude Law, but there might be a little twist to that. But anyways, just getting back to it, um, she gained her superhuman abilities from her fusion from Marvel. But one of the most useful and remarkable is the ability to absorb and manipulate energy. Now you saw that. We're going to talk about a little bit when she goes binary in just a bit. But yes, she can absorb various types of energy, including common energy forms like electricity and use that to enhance her own physical powers. You know, this energy manipulation is the basis of most of her power set, allowing um, for many aspects of her strengths, durability and flight. So because we even saw her fly in space, she can su survive in space. Um, it also provides a small amount of, um, um, I would guess you say, um, mo. Eh? This really controls that uh, it allows Captain Marvel to transform into her costume. So, uh, Marvel, Marvel, not Marvel, but Marvel usually absorbed energy from a solar radiation. We're going to talk about radiation a little bit, gaining power from the sun, similar to Superman. So, a lot of Captain Marvel, 
is associated with a lot of the things that Superman can do on the DC side. However, Marvel and Captain Marvel can both use a host of different energy types to power their abilities, meaning they don't have to rely strictly on the sun. In one case, Captain Marvel can even absorb the energy of a fellow superhero. Um, so that kind of sounds like we're getting into the rogue territory, but not really. Um, so their their energy abilities have been used to um, simulate other powers, such as simulating um, telekinesis by, by manipulating the energy around an object. So energy manipulation and the absorption of uh, um, have occasionally been shown to provide other powers, such as... Sorry guys, it kind of cut me off right at the end of it. We had little technical difficulties on my end, but that just, we just literally just finished that right at the end. So the next power that we're going to go be going over the, the power of Captain Marvel here is the precognition and the cosmic awareness. This is one of the biggest ones I, I do want to cover because that's what a lot of people don't know about it. Not a lot of people know about these powers that Captain Marvel has. I mean, we, we do see her fly. We do see some sort of that Super Saiyan quote that people a lot of a lot of people are um, saying on, after they saw the trailer too. But um, a lot of this is that power of the cosmic awareness as well as the precognition. So. Breaking it down a little bit, uh, Captain Marvel's Kree conversion left her with a sensory awareness far beyond the limits of ordinary humans, okay? She developed a cosmic awareness and precognition that allowed her to sense danger before a crisis even started. Now, this might open up some um, uh, complications because if that is right, where the heck is she? Or what, where is she around Infinity War? If she could know, if she knows this, where is she? You know, but I do think the scroll in pre-war um, does kind of, um, you know, uh, kind of, you know, I think she is off in space as well as Marvel Studios confirmed that she is away. She is out in space. She might be fighting this long war and it might to her be a little bit outweighing of what Thanos is doing or maybe they, when they hear about Thanos around the galaxy oh, oh Thanos is out trying to get those infinity crystals and Captain Marvel might be oh you know what I got better things to do he's not going to get them but he did so I that's just speculation that's me just assuming so yeah but coming back into that conversion this was called her seventh sense okay through it remains unclear with her sixth sense is supposed to be but when she was still a split personality which we're not going to address we did uh kind of mention it a little bit um earlier in the other podcast but this precognition of danger would prompt her to transform into miss marvel so miss marvel i don't think we might i don't think we're going to get but we may get it from some of the other um castings that were at it to uh this um, production so uh, it's still kind of up in air what we're going to kind of get but if you want to relate it to anything 
in many ways, this cosmic awareness is similar to Spider-Man's Spidey sense, but extremely enhanced. But it also seems to provide her powers beyond the sense of oncoming danger. So with her precognition also makes her a formidable fighter, okay? As she can predict an opponent's attack before even he or she makes it. That's amazing. As useful as the power is, it is, it seems to be a watered-down version of Marvel's power, even more impressive cosmic awareness. See, now Marvel um, has that co- uh, cosmic awareness, but it allowed him to know whatever he needed in any given situation. That was that. That is pretty crazy. I don't know if we're going to see that in Captain Marvel or articulated or illustrated. But um, you, you, you know that now. <laughs> he originally received this power from the cosmic entity Eon in order to fight Thanos. Of course, he's not going to be around. Um, but, or maybe we don't know the, uh, the full car- uh, story arc of Captain Marvel. So, so it was not one of Marvel's original Kree powers. So his cosmic awareness had allowed him to immediately um, ascertain his enemy's weakness and figure out his current location when he finds himself unfamiliar with a place. So the scope of this power has never been defined, but just the abilities of Marvel has shown um, tell us about Carol Danvers may still have room for that precognition power to develop. So we're, we might see that in the MCU when we might not, but let's get, let's kind of move on to the next kind of power for, of, of Captain Marvel. All right. So let's get into, um, our third power of, uh, of Captain Marvel here. We're going to be getting into generating heat, light, and radiation. Now this is what you saw in the trailer. Um, now you probably didn't articulate or you couldn't notice, oh, that's this power, no. But we're gonna get into the my, my kind of fa- favorite version or we're gonna kind of dabble into not really a personality, but a function. Uh, I guess you can say that, okay? So, um, so we're gonna be breaking down the power of generating heat, light, and radiation. So there was a time, you know, where uh, Carol Danvers was kind of, uh, you know, at a loss and she was abducted by this alien um, insectoid, I guess you want to say, called uh, uh, Broad. Broad, And um, they used this evolution, evolutionary ray that triggered the potential of her augmented Kree genetic. So we do see this conversion happen in Captain Marvel where that Kree explosion, that explosion that you see her in, literally brings the Kree genetic that was in, in Marvel and all the powers that he had into her genetic and literally had a conversion and made what we know as Captain Marvel. So with that Kree genetic and turned her into the most powerful version of herself, okay? A cosmic-powered being called, that's right, if anybody's tracking with me, comic book readers, binary. See, um, I, I, I kind of dropped this tag uh, a couple times in my trailer review and everything, which I'm going to break down a little bit more. I don't really like giving trailer reviews that sound like fanboys or something. Um, I don't really want to react to it. I want to uh, respond to the trailer. So I'm going to give another couple of them of series of um, breakdowns which contribute to my response to the trailer. I don't know if you got that, but um, all the videos I will be putting out is going to contribute to the response of trailer two. But um, at the end of the trailer, when we see that she says, you know, I'm not going to fight your war, I'm going to end it. And she went, quote unquote, 
all the other people that watch it, the Super Saiyan mode, that is binary. The, the part where she flies into space and just basically just just dismains every ship that she sees with one little blow. Um, not one little blow, but one cosmic blast. So binary, as binary, almost all of her powers were even more effective. Okay, and even the ones that we've kind of mentioned already, such as her superhuman strength, but she also gained new powers that were an extension of her usual um, uh, of her usual Miss Marvel abilities. Okay, so she was able to manipulate energy in even more ways. So that's going to be something that is going to be fascinating, which I think Marvel Studios will hit the home run with that here. Her binary powers allowed her to not only manipulate and absorb energy, but also generate it, okay? So she becomes a generator of that energy, okay? This gave her full control of over stellar energies, such as heat, light, and radiation. She eventually lost her binary powers, but she could regain them afterwards if powered up enough and enough energy absorption. So you can kind of see how uh, <laughs> the comic book readers after the trailer did say the Super Saiyan because uh, as in if anybody Dragon Ball Z fans, gain that Goku gained that power over time with so much energy absorption with the uh, uh, relationship or or the um, added, added addition of his anger because of uh, all his people that he lost at that time. So I know that was really stretching in the past there. But these power were um, were a result from a um, boundless supply of energy to draw up upon. So the intense. I guess the intensity of her energy powers is dependent on the energy she has on hand in in her in in her environment. Um, in her normal form, okay? So that is the Captain Marvel. Um, power, power number three that we want to break down is the generation heat, light, and radiation, which again, guys, you know, my favorite one is the Captain Marvel when she do- goes binary. It's totally insane. All right, moving on to the next. All right, for my last one that I'm doing in this episode, guys, is going to be Captain Marvel um, power number which I kind of glazed over the uh, speed of sound. You know, she can fly at the speed of sound, but, you know, <laughs> I didn't really want to, you know, that's that's a given, you know, but I just kind of wanted to gra- um, uh, kind of hit the points that things that you might not know, okay? So I did mention it already in some of the other powers, but the survival in space, that's outstanding. She can survive in space because while her energy manipulation powers had already given her the ability to fly, her transformation into binary increased her energy to manipulate, To I'm sorry, uh, uh, increased her energy manipulation and her durability enough for Captain Marvel to survive in space was nothing, had with nothing to aid her. Okay, so the vacuum of space no longer affected her in any way, which was a great help to her when, uh, you know, she joined the space traveling star jammers or star force and all those things. So that's why when she goes binary, you know, you can see her flying in space like that. So um, I don't know how the MCU will kind of tailor it because, you know, we do see a history of the MCU kind of tailoring and kind of shifting some of the things around. We already know how they're going to shift her her storyline around her origin story around but 
you know, but get, getting back to it, when her powers first depleted, she found herself unable to escape Earth's orbit to fly into space. But she was both depleted and intoxicated at the time of this attempt. In more recent stories, you know, she was she has been um, able to survive and even battle in space, mostly un, uh, with unaid, uh, unaided. So, but she requires oxygen to survive in space in this state. So. Um, we do see in um, other storylines and comic series that majority, not majority of the time, but whenever we are introduced to Marvel in a fight sequence or in a fight scene, she is majority of the time like Civil War II, um, a couple of other comic series that came out that she is in space, you know. But going back to Marvel, Marvel has the ability to fly unprotected through space in hyperspace amazing so carol danvers should uh, theoretically be able to survive in in space if her full potential full powers are available at her which is in binary okay so depleting um on 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 which version of <laughs> uh, depending on which version of captain marvel we're talking about the mc chooses we will see this happen okay and i really think that we will see it happen and maybe not in a hyperspeed way, maybe in um, in a maybe a time frame that she can be spent in space when she does binary. So um, that's going to be something that's going to be very very interesting to see uh, what what direction in which Captain Marvel that the MCU chooses. But all right, guys. But that that's it. Um, only we're only going to hit four points, guys. If at any time that. Um, you uh, wanted to add a little bit more or uh, just some some of your comments or some of your feedback hit that callback button on the anchor app so if you are listening to any other podcast outlet please hit the subscribe but also head on over to the anchor app and favorite me find me favorite me and um hit that uh, callback button to be featured on a episode okay so tomorrow's episode i'm going to be breaking down and answering um jez's uh, question that she you know, comment it on this channel. Um, so you, you can hear, hear it this morning in an earlier podcast, um, what it sounds like. So guys hit that call back button to be featured like Jez was. So, but tomorrow I will be doing the episode where I will be addressing that question of the Avengers number 200, I believe she addressed. Um, and, basically the transition from the male Captain Marvel as well as the female Captain Marvel. So I'm going to be breaking that down all tomorrow, guys. So a lot of Captain Marvel content as well as when we're coming up to Friday, just a reminder for the trailer watchers here, um, for the watchers that, um, uh, the trailer Avengers 4 trailer will be Friday morning for sure. Okay, guys. Um, so again, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your busy day to hear me rant about this stuff. Again, I'm um, Justin, and this is Hard in the Paint. Before you leave, okay, before you leave, there's an awesome opportunity, guys, to donate to this podcast. Guys, we have already hit over 2,000. I cannot just stress that enough because it's such a great accomplishment personally as well as for this channel. We're going to be good in getting so much more content out, but as you go and donate to this channel, there's so much more all that goes in back into the channel to make it better to get more content uh, uh, as well as guest speakers and all that good stuff even giveaways you know we want to be that um, on podcast we just give away to you guys so um, head on over to anchor.fm slash hard in the paint podcast i say again anchor 
anchor.fm slash hard in the paint podcast. Throw $10, throw a $5 bill, man, shoot even, I mean, I know it takes some time to throw 100, but hey guys, donate. If you love this content, if you're a Marvel fan, all that kind of good stuff, you really love the channel, just donate, guys. I appreciate every single one of you guys that listen on all the outlets, all the platforms. We are on 10 platforms, guys. This channel is growing uh, dramatically, and we thank you, and it's because of you we are growing. So thank you so much for all of your faithfulness. I cannot say it enough. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, stay awesome, guys.